0: with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 107. Uh, probably going to be released a day late. Just been busy weekend. Christmas coming up. Um, I plan a whole boatload of things to do every night and then I seem to only get to about one-third of those things and everything else just kind of gets pushed back a little bit. So that's kind of what happened here. The weekend kind of got away from me. So yes, hopefully you can forgive me, but you will be receiving this episode uh, probably Monday night is when it'll get posted. So you can enjoy it on Tuesday. Um, Alright, I'm um, going to go ahead and start things off in Sweden here. This is a, a band that is truly a personal favorite of mine. Um, Justin, my bandmate in Krigsgrav. this is one of the bands that we really bond the most heavily over. Um, the band is The Crown. And The Crown existed from 1990 up until 1998 under the name Crown of Thorns. And then due to some legal reasons, I guess there was another band using that name already, so they needed to change it, so they switched it to The Crown, and they've existed from 1998 all the way up to now under that name. But they have re-released the old Crown of Thorns uh, albums, because they had put out a couple of records under the name Crown of Thorns. They re-released those um, under the name The Crown, over the years so they're out there um, but yes I'm going to play something off of their newest record uh, called Royal Destroyer came out in March of 2021 it's their 11th album overall uh, came out through Metal Blade they've been on Metal Blade for quite some time um, but they're truly in top form right now their their last album called uh, Cobra Speed Venom uh, was excellent they kind of had a revitalized lineup new drummer Um, new lead guitar player and uh, yeah the last album was really good and this one picks up right where that one left off I think I played the song Motor Death off of this album whenever it was a fresh single before the full album was released but uh, yeah this album actually made it onto my top 10 albums of the year uh, list because uh, you know in, in that post that I had made talking about my top albums of the year I think I even said this isn't just like a good album for their age or a good album at this stage in their career that type of thing Uh, this is truly just like one of the best albums in their discography Um, they've been really on a roll with these last couple of records and uh, this new album is just really well done so yeah I'm gonna play one that is a personal favorite of mine off of this record I've listened to this album many many times this year Um, And I was just listening to it a week ago and decided I'm going to open the episode with it. So here we go off of this year's album, Royal Destroyer. This is The Crown with Ultra Faust. (laughs) we have it that was the crown from sweden with ultra faust really great song there's a lot of really memorable songs on this new record they all kind of have their own personality to them there's no real filler there's no real songs that just kind of feel the same as some other ones on the album you know they all kind of stand alone um so yeah if you haven't really given the band a chance or maybe you just kind of fell off the wagon with them i suggest you uh, listen to this new one and uh i believe you will love it all right, we're going to the USA here, out of Indiana. The band's been around since 2019, and they are label mates of ours. Kriegsgrau, as you know, is on Wise Blood Records, a label based out of Indiana, um, founded by Mr. Sean Fraser, who is actually a contributor to Decibel Magazine and he decided to start a label and he's been growing his roster and every band he adds is great he's really putting together uh, one hell of a roster and we are always more than happy to kind of spread the word about the label and some of the other bands on there and uh, this one is one of our our favorites this band is called grave ripper and they are just kind of a nasty thrash band it's kind of black and thrash it all has kind of a uh, nuclear, radioactive kind of theme and vibe to it. Uh, but it's just really well done. It's just good, nasty thrash. And uh, they released an EP in June of this year called Radiated Remains. And of course, that was released through Wise Blood. And we were pushing it heavily because you know we like to support our label mates. But this is their second EP. They released their debut in 2020. And then this one uh, in June of this year. I'm not really sure about their... Uh, plans for the future in terms of uh, full length or anything like that but uh, since this ep is still pretty new five months old six months old let's just let's not rush things let's just enjoy this for a little while so the ep is called radiated remains and uh, it's pretty strong i mean it's short and sweet and uh, all the songs on it are pretty strong I would love to hear a full length from this band eventually so hopefully that's uh, in the works but here we go a nice little dose of some tasty thrash here. So this is Grave Ripper with Adam's Divide. go that's Grave Ripper from Indiana with Adams Divide that's a really cool EP and it's short and sweet I suggest you check it out uh, get it from their band camp or from the Wise Blood Records band camp and support the band support the label uh, all right we're jumping to Italy here this is a three-piece death metal band that's been around since 2013 uh, I had heard of them and did not check them out for a really long time uh, finally checked them out it's it's not bad it's not necessarily my cup of tea all the time. Um, it's super primitive and straightforward. Um, not quite to the point of like Mortician or something like that, but you could tell that they probably take some inspiration from a band like Mortician. Um, the band is named after the Italian horror movie director uh, Lucio Fulci. I've heard Fulci. I've heard Fulci. I'm going with Fulci. That, se- that sounds more like how the Italians would probably pronounce it. But the band is called Fulci, and um, they have released three albums um, up to this point. The most recent one came out in October of this year. I'm going to play something off of that one. The album's called Exhumed Information. And as I said, that came out in October through Time to Kill Records. But yeah, there's, it's really no frills. There's not a whole lot of, of melody. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of harmonies or things like that. It's just pretty straightforward very primitive death metal um... for those who are into this style i would say that they probably do it pretty well uh, they use the occasional samples and things like that which is always kind of helpful to make them kind of stand out from just being another kind of boring death metal band but uh... yeah i haven't really heard uh, much of their debut but i did check out the second and uh, third albums and i do like this newest one the best i would say there's a little more variety going on there But yeah, there's not really much else to say. I don't know a ton about the band members or their background or anything like that. But um, yeah, here we go. This is just some pretty heavy-hitting, straightforward stuff here. So off of their newest album, Exhumed Information, this is Fulci with Evil. Fulci from Italy with Evil. Um, Yeah, their their older stuff is even more primitive than that. That's why I like this newest one the best, is because they're actually kind of doing some more interesting things, guitar-wise, I would say, on this new album. Uh, All right, we're going to Australia here. This is a three-piece band out of Melbourne. Been around since 2016. They released a demo in 2018, and then they just released their debut EP in uh, May of 2020. And that's kind of where they stand right now. They haven't released anything since. The band is called Evoker. And it's pretty much just some pretty pretty ugly, nasty, blackened thrash or thrashy black metal. (laughs) I don't know which one they really lean more towards. It's kind of hard to tell. But it's just kind of lo-fi, but not too lo-fi. You can still hear everything just fine. But uh, yeah, it's just got kind of a of a dirty production and a dirty sound and good vocals and it's just kinda thrashy I dig it so the EP is called Evil Torment and as I said it came out in May of last year through Blood Harvest uh, I think it's Blood Harvest Productions I don't think it was Blood Harvest Records I forgot to write the full name down I just wrote Blood Harvest but um, yeah it's a cool EP Uh, this is one that I suggest you find on their Bandcamp and buy it and support since they're still a pretty new band but yeah i really uh, really enjoyed this ep and i just like their style that real kind of dirty sound so off of the evil torment ep this is evoker with shackled to the grave Alright, there we go. That's Evoker from Australia with Shackled to the Grave. Really cool EP. I suggest you check it out. Their stuff is on their Bandcamp page. I think you can find some of it on YouTube as well if you want to check it out. Alright, we are jumping back to Sweden here. This is a legendary band that I've played many times on the podcast. Um, I played a single from this new album of theirs uh, just a few episodes ago, really. That band is Hypocrisy been around since 91 and that new album i'm speaking of is called warship and that came out on november 26th of this year it's their 13th album overall and it's their first one in eight years uh came out through nuclear blast and it's really good i really liked the singles that they released off of it and now that the full album is out and i've had time to listen to it multiple times and digest it i think it's great um the last album end of disclosure was very good as well. This one I think is my favorite since uh, a, a, what is it? It called a Taste of Extreme Divinity. Um, that was a really great record, and uh, this one I think is right up there with it. A lot of variety. They still have some of those real epic hypocrisy tunes that we all have uh, gotten accustomed to, but there's still a lot of aggression on there too for the fans of the older hypocrisy records. But yeah, it's really great. It's really solid. Um. I wish they were a little more prolific and not taking five years and eight years and stuff in between albums, but I'd say it was worth it. It's a pretty cool record here. Uh, but yeah, this one stood out to me as uh, a favorite of mine. I don't believe they released it as a single. Like, they released three singles before the record came out, and this this was not one of them. But um, But yeah, it's a really good song, and it's definitely my favorite off of this new one. So... If you've been slacking on checking it out, you need to get on it, because it's a good record. Alright, off of this year's album, Worship, this is Hypocrisy with They Will Arrive.
1: We have to all the clues. It's not so if without the The sky is.
0: it. That was Hypocrisy with They Will Arrive. Really great drum performance on that song from Horg, who remains possibly my favorite drummer ever. I've said it before, I just love how solid he is. He's really skilled, but he doesn't do a bunch of flashy crap. He just just keeps it very straightforward and solid and just nails his double bass parts and blasting parts, and uh, to me, everything that he does in his performances makes perfect sense to me like it just kind of speaks to me his drumming with immortal and with hypocrisy Um, yeah he's still one of my favorites after all these years alright we're going to Indonesia here a one-man band that's been doing it since 2014 playing a uh, style of very kind of epic symphonic black metal and um, epic is the key word there does it really well plays everything as i said one man band but it's excellent stuff he's released three records now well he's about to release the third it hadn't come out yet but there's been a a single off of it released which is what i'm going to play now the band is called pure wrath and the first two records are good i didn't you know hear them when they first came out or anything like that i feel like i first heard of this band last year I can't even remember where, it was probably in a Facebook group, I'm I'm a part of several musical Facebook groups and they post so frequently, I kinda can't keep track of of, of where I saw it and when, you know, I'm bombarded with music posts uh, on a daily basis, but yes, uh, this new album that's coming out in February of next year is the third record overall, it's called Hymn to the Woeful Hearts, and that's gonna be released through Debimer Morty Records, which is a very cool label puts out some really good black metal stuff but yeah it's just really good quality symphonic black metal he just does an excellent job uh, with his compositions and the execution and this new single is excellent and i'm definitely going to have to check out this full length when it comes out in february so here we go off of their upcoming album hymn to the woeful hearts this is pure wrath with the cloak of disquiet (laughs) That is pure wrath with the cloak of disquiet really well done um you know i don't keep up with a lot of really symphonic black metal bands uh, much these days but i think he does a really good job i like his vocals as well uh but yes that album again is called "Hymn to the woeful hearts and that's coming out on february 18th so be on the lookout for that all right we're going to Ontario Canada here this is a three-piece death metal band been doing it since 2015 and another label mate of ours we already played grave ripper and now we're gonna play this band called VHS I had actually never heard of them before Um, they just released their fifth album called I hear they suck blood there's a little dot 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 there uh, came out on December 3rd through Wise Blood Records, as I said. And, yeah, they're pretty stripped down, straightforward death metal as well. They kind of stick to kind of ho- that horror, vampiric, you know, kind of themes. Um, there's a vampire on the front cover of this one, since it's called I Hear They Suck Blood. And, yeah, it's... it's They they're, they seem like good guys, and we kind of uh, promote their CD and everything. They're a new album that just came out. For me personally, it's it doesn't do a lot for me. It's not bad, but it's just not blowing me away. It's gotten a lot of really good praise, which is, which is cool to see. Uh, but this song I like because there's a guest vocalist on it, and that is David Ingram from Benediction, formerly of Bolt Thrower as well. I'm friends with Dave on Facebook, and he's hilarious. The stuff he posts on a daily basis always cracks me up but uh, I've always liked his vocal style and I think you know I love him in Benediction of course but I think a lot of his other projects that he's done over the last uh, handful of years have been great like Echelon is probably my favorite one Um, and his vocals have just gotten stronger over the years Like he was good back in the 90s with Benediction and now he sounds even better I think he's definitely kinda unlocked something in his voice over the last decade or so Um, and he's really at his peak I would say but he does guest vocals on this and uh, I think he sounds great of course as always and it definitely kind of uh, is exactly what the song needed pretty much but yeah yeah as I said the albums not bad it just didn't really like do a whole lot for me personally but uh, I if you like this song you should definitely check out the rest of the record and purchase it support the band support the label so here we go, off of their fifth album, I Hear They Suck Blood. This is VHS with Immortality Comes With A Price.
2: Boy, well, you people should stay up late.
0: We keep hours. was VHS with Immortality Comes with a Price. Um, Dave sounds good. The band actually sounds pretty good on that as well. It's not bad, not bad at all. All right, let's go to Finland here. This is a three-piece band that's been around since 91. Uh, They're on hold at the moment. I'm not sure when exactly they went on to a hiatus there, but they uh, seem to be still on hiatus. The band is called Adromelek, Adramelek, I'm not really sure the exact where the emphasis goes with those syllables there, but um, yeah, they've been around since 91, I know one of the members is a live member of Demigod, which is of course a very well known uh, death metal band from Finland, but this band I had never really heard of, and um, I guess they released a couple of albums in the 90s. And then they released one in 2005, and that's it. So I'm going to play something off of their most recent one from 2005. Uh, I'm not even really sure how I came across them. Um, I think there was a band with a similar name that I was trying to find, and I couldn't remember the name, and I thought it was this one, so I typed it in and then found this band, like, by mistake, and then checked it out, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good death metal. So... Yeah, I can't really speak for uh, their 90s albums, but I heard this one from 2005 and thought it was pretty solid, so I decided to share a little bit off of it. So, as I said, the band is called Adra, Adramalek. Not really sure. But this album is called Terror of Thousand Faces. Not A Thousand Faces. Terror of Thousand Faces. So that's their third album, and their last one came out through Extreme Music. And yeah, what can I say? It's really just pretty solid death metal and not too crazy technical or anything like that but it's just pretty punishing and I thought it was pretty solid and pretty cool so it's a band I never heard of I don't know if anybody else out there is, has heard of them so just wanted to share a little bit so off of the 2005 album Terror of Thousand Faces this is Adramalek with Descend to Eternal Torment
1: dead and derived Disacted, written, and diamond, on the siege. Blood-free, the living blast? gods, out of the gods In the name the slaughtered god Saladary for earth Put your lifeless body frothy In the to of the dead
0: That was Adramelech with Descend to Eternal Torment. It's really solid death metal. The production does drive me nuts uh, because it's clearly just brick-walled to hell, just full wall of sound. Uh, Everything just kind of sounds like it's clipping, which I guess they thought would make it sound more brutal, but uh, to me it's a little more distracting (laughs) than anything else. But it is still musically very solid uh, death metal there. Okay, let's go to Sweden once again. This band has been around since 96, but there's only one original member left. It's a four-piece band, but there's only one guy that's uh, that's still been around, and I want to say he does guitar and vocals. But uh, the band is mode, and they have never really broken through to kind of being a more popular black metal band, but for those who are kind of well-versed, in the genre. They've definitely heard of this band and uh, they're pretty solid. They're not completely mind-blowing or anything like that but it's just good black metal. And uh, I saw that they released a new record so I went ahead and checked it out and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. So it's their fifth album overall. The album is called Mysterium Iniquitatis and that came out through Shadow Records and it's yet another solid record from them. as I said, they just kind of... They don't blow me away, but they don't disappoint you either. It's still very good black metal. Uh, I know have some friends of mine who are actually very big fans of theirs. But, um, yeah, it's still very new. I've only listened to it once all the way through, but enjoyed it. So I need to give it another uh, another spin. But yes, off of the new album, Mysterium Iniquitatis. This is Offer Mode with When the Blacksmith Killed the Shepherd.
1: The lineage in geology are something we see and something we find in the titles of Clifford.
0: that was Offermod from Sweden with when uh, the blacksmith killed the shepherd pretty cool title pretty cool tune all right we're going to Germany here and this one gives me all the uh, warm and fuzzies here from Germany been around since 86 very big in Germany still and I try to catch them anytime they come through Texas basically I think I've seen them four times now the band is Blind Guardian, and I love Blind Guardian. I first learned of them uh, by way of Iced Earth, because I was a big Iced Earth fan, and they uh, they always used to thank Blind Guardian and Jag Panzer in the liner notes of their albums. So that prompted me and my friend Chris to check out Blind Guardian and Jag Panzer, and we fell in love with both of those bands. And yes, Blind Guardian is like not quite power metal. Not quite just straight-up heavy metal. There's kind of that Tolkien, Lord of the Rings fantasy aspect to it. But they've just been different. I don't know. They just are not as over-the-top happy and cheesy as other power metal bands. But um, they uh, they just have stood out from the crowd. And I think a big part of that is Hansi's voice being so identifiable and unique. Um, That can really make or break a band. Uh, Just having a really identifiable, unique vocalist can really make all the difference. Uh, But yes, they have not released an album since 2015. Uh, They've been working on this new one for quite some time. They haven't released an album title yet, but it's going to be coming out in uh, 2022. It's going to be their 12th album overall, coming out through Nuclear Blast. And they finally released a new single off of it. They released one single... well, they didn't really release a single per se... But in 2020, whenever they played the kind of um, digital, not digital, what's the word I'm looking for? Remote version of the Vakken Open Air Festival, because they couldn't do it because of the uh, pandemic. So they just kind of did a green screen background. You know, it was all just kind of a visual, <laughs> visual arts project, pretty much. So they had these bands perform, and Blind Guardian was one of them. And they debuted a new song called Violent Shadows that I thought was excellent and but they haven't released a proper like studio version of that it's just kind of been that live version from from that valken show but yes this is the first new single they've released studio version single and it's really good i really enjoyed violent shadows and this new one um wasn't grabbing me at first but then once it got about almost halfway through i'd say uh, there was a transition there that i thought was really good and then kind of from there on out i was hooked so I'm excited. Anytime there's a new Blind Guardian record, I'm excited. So, uh, Off of their untitled upcoming album from next year, this is Blind Guardian with Deliver Us From Evil. Oh man so good that was blind guardian with deliver us from evil and i'm officially excited for the new album again they haven't released an official release date yet all they've said is that it's going to be arriving next year pretty much so I'm just going to be on the lookout for that i can only assume since they're releasing a single it's going to be in the spring can't be too far out i wouldn't guess all right we're going to the netherlands here for this next song this band actually uh, features two members of the band uh, Soulburn, the drummer and one of the guitar players. Um, in this band, he actually does guitars and vocals as well. Been around since 2016. The band is called Graceless, and they kind of follow suit with Soulburn and uh, Asphyx and bands like that, where it's uh, certainly firmly rooted in death metal, but uh, they vary up the tempos quite a bit. They're they get almost doom type tempos some of the time and other songs they speed it up a little bit but uh, it's just still very much in that dutch style which i've talked about in the past that it kind of has that stockholm swedish sound a little bit but it's just different they somehow i can't put my finger on it but they have kind of their own vibe uh with that dutch death metal scene but it still kind of has that familiar swedish touch to it but um they've only released a couple albums up to this point point. Um the newest one came out in March of 2020 called Where Vultures Know Your Name. That's their second record overall, and that came out through Raw Skulls Records. And it's cool. Um what grabbed me was the cover art. I thought it was pretty cool cover art. Never heard of the band, but I knew they were a Dutch death metal band, so uh just knowing the quality that tends to come out of that scene, I wanted to check it out. And it's good. I think I still enjoy Soulburn better than this, but this is definitely not bad at all. And um, since I know there are several of you out there who are fans of that Dutch scene, I figured I would uh, go ahead and share something from this band. So from their most recent album, Where Vultures Know Your Name, this is Graceless with Nine Days of Mourning. (laughs) ¶¶ There we go. That was Graceless from the Netherlands with Nine Days of Mourning. It's really good. It's really solid. I had no idea that that guitar player sang, and um, he's got a pretty cool voice, too. They could utilize him a bit more, I would think, in Soulburn for some backing vocals and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, pretty pretty good following that template of Dutch death metal right there. Uh, Alright, we are going to Quebec, Canada. This is a project that's been around since 2003. I think it was basically a one-man band, uh, but he has live members, and I think that they sometimes contribute to the records, but he doesn't really do records as a full band per se. Uh, It's called Monarch, but it's not spelt in the typical way. It's M-O-N-A-R-Q-U-E. All their song titles are in French, which is problematic for me, (laughs) but I'm going to do my best here, thanks to the power of Google and listening to people say these words I'm going to try my best um, but yes it's it's black metal very melodic very atmospheric um, I really like it it's pretty lo-fi but not so much so that you can't appreciate it, it's got a pretty rough guitar tone but the riffs are as I said very, very atmospheric uh, they have a really cool vibe to them but yes uh, this person has released three records let's see here The last full-length was in 2013. Um, The last thing in general that he's released was an EP in 2019. I'm going to play something off of a split. The split itself is called Cantus Maleficus. And it's a split with a French band called uh, Nige et Noisseur, which means like snow and darkness, apparently. And that came out through Obscure Abhorrence Productions. But uh, both sides of the split are actually really strong but I'm playing something off of the Monarch side here. This particular song, I thought, had a really cool atmosphere to it. So yes, I'm going to do my damnedest to pronounce this. (laughs) This is Monarch, with Au confin de ce which means To the Edge of the Abyss, or something close to that at least. was monarch from quebec canada with au confine de ceabine I, I tried my best i sound i sounded somewhat french yes i'm probably pronouncing it terribly but i got to say it with confidence <laughs> nope for the best but yes i thought that was really cool um, that's the whole splits really cool i suggest you check it out i think it's on spotify um all right we're jumping to France here yes I know I've, I just probably butchered some French in the last one here but uh, thankfully there's English in in this next one um, I had heard of this band and I re- remembered seeing their logo I had heard them before thought they were pretty cool didn't think too much about them uh, beyond that and didn't really follow them too much the band is called cadaveric fumes always thought that was a cool name um, but I saw they just released something new, it came out on December 10th, and I was like, oh, that's cool, so I checked it out, thought it was really cool, and then whenever I was doing notes for the podcast, um, I visited their page on the Metal Archives, and it says that they just uh, disbanded, so they must have like released this record and just kind of said, well, this is it, we're calling it quits, and this is our last release, and that's it, so I thought that was kind of strange that just within the last like two weeks, pretty much, less than that, They've disbanded, so yeah, it's kind of good timing, I guess. We'll just kind of do a little R.I.P. to this band. But yeah, they formed in 2011 and existed up until, as I said, uh, very recently. But this album they just released is their debut. They had just done some demos and maybe an EP, I think. Um, but yeah, they just this was the first full length. And it's called Echoing Chambers of the Soul. came out on December 10th through Blood Harvest. And it's really cool. It's really good. So it's just a shame to me that this is the they released the debut and they're just like, all right, we're done. But it's very kind of uh, similar to like Incantation and that kind of uh, more primitive style of death metal that I enjoy so much. I think the production is very good. Uh, suits the material very well. But yeah, this is a strong record, and it's uh, it's a damn shame that this is going to be their one and only <laughs> full length. So we'll just have to enjoy it. So. Off of the new album, Echoing Chambers of the Soul, this is Cadaveric Fumes with The Stirring Unknown. There we go. That was Cadaveric Fumes with the Stirring Unknown off of their album Echoing Chambers of the Soul. Really cool record, so I suggest you check it out for sure, especially since that's not really the most well known of death metal bands, so there's probably a fair amount of you out there that hadn't heard of them. So, yeah, check it out. So, you might be keeping count of how many songs I've played, and you might say, Well, David, that was 13 songs. That's usually the most that you play. Uh, That's true. I usually only play 13 tunes, but I had several pretty short ones on this episode, so I elected to add two more. So, This is song number 14 here out of the USA from Florida, the old Tampa scene. Uh, The band existed from 84 up until 2001. That band is Death, and I wanted to play something because it was um, an anniversary, I believe, uh, the anniversary of Chuck's death. Uh, it's been 20 years now since he passed away from that uh, brain tumor, the cancer he had. Um, and there was kind of a, a, a pretty cool gig recently, which I think I mentioned on one of the uh, more recent episodes here that they just played in Tampa. That was basically Gus Rios and Matt Harvey from, uh, from Gruesome, who, as we know, sounds very much like Early Death. Um, played with Terry Butler and James Murphy and played the entire Spiritual Healing album start to finish since those guys played on the Spiritual Healing record. Uh, James Murphy hasn't really played in any aspect for years, like out in public. So that was a real treat for people to see James Murphy playing at all and uh, playing, you know, that old death material that he played on back in 1990. Um, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, this is mostly just kind of cuz Chuck has been just kind of uh, out there for the last few weeks of people talking about the anniversary of his death and and just talking about the band and stuff like that. So I felt like we should do a little Chuck tribute here. Going to play something off of the debut album, Scream Bloody Gore that came out in 87 through Combat Records. This one's always been my favorite just because it has a really catchy chorus if you can even really call it that. He's pretty much just says the name of the song over and over again, <laughs> but it's catchy to me. But yes, on this album it had Chris Reifert on drums, who uh, is kind of the main man from Autopsy, as most of us probably know. But yeah, that was back when Death was still based out of California, Um, and that's where Chris Reifert was, and uh, so he joined the band. He was super young, played on Scream Bloody Gore, and Chuck moved to Florida and wanted Chris to join him, and I I think he did briefly. And then decided that Florida is just not for him. He doesn't want to be there. So he moved back to California. And Chuck tried to kind of coerce him to come back to Florida. And he just wasn't wasn't feeling it. So he said, sorry, I hate to give up this opportunity, but I'm just not willing to move across the country. So that was that. And they moved on. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of this cool moment in time with a very young Chris Ryford playing drums on this record. So here we go tribute to chuck off a scream bloody gore this is death with mutilation death with mutilation one of my favorites off of that record that record is still so good um considering it's a debut as well i mean obviously death existed for a few years prior to this album and then prior to that he was in the band mantis with cam lee and rick Roz. um so yeah i mean he'd already been kind of cutting his teeth so to speak with uh, more extreme metal throughout the mid 80s so by the time uh, Scream Bloody Gore was recorded and released uh, it was already such a high quality debut I mean it still holds up to me but uh, alright we've reached that time I'm gonna announce the final song of the episode so thanks for bearing with me for these couple of extra songs Uh, I think you'll find it's worth it but yes thank you all for listening um thanks for telling other people about the show if you want to tell somebody where they can listen they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free podbean app or the entire catalog of episodes is on spotify as well so you can find it there and follow the podcast uh any sort of suggestions or requests or critiques or whatever you want to call it Uh, You can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com, and of course please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of updates regarding new episodes or poll questions for you guys, the audience, uh, it's all going to be posted there, so please find the Facebook page and like it, and uh, yeah, I'm getting this one out a day late, but that's okay, you can enjoy it on Tuesday or whenever but uh, yeah I'm getting this in before Christmas for those of you that celebrate Christmas so hope everybody has a good holiday and uh, mine should be pretty fun I have a five-year-old son so that makes Christmas pretty fun for me alright let's get down to business here let's announce this last song this band is based out of Belgium but they're based in the UK now and it's fronted, not fronted, but basically led by a Greek man, <laughs> so kind of international here. Uh, I can't remember his name, but it is very Greek. He's the keyboard player and one of the main composers, I guess, but it's his project. Been doing it since 2000. It's called Pantheist. I've played Pantheist before. Um, it's Doom, but it's very like symphonic and epic and just big-sounding Doom, but it's different. It's a lot different than other Doom bands I've heard. There's just something... I think it's because this main guy is not much of like an extreme metal guy, but he just wanted to do this Doom band. And maybe that kind of outside perspective, I guess, just kind of gives it a a bit of a unique feel compared to some of the other Doom bands I've heard. But he's got a totally new lineup. He had a lineup that included Frank uh, from the band Fenn for the last album, which I enjoyed very much. but yes, he's got a totally new lineup since 2020. um, And it shows, I mean, this album definitely feels different, but uh, it's still good. I still like the previous album better, but, uh, but this new one is, is still pretty good. I've only listened through start to finish one time. So I need to give it another spin for sure. Uh, But this album is called closer to God and it came out on December 3rd of this year. It's the sixth album overall came out through melancholic realm productions and the songs are quite long uh, There's very few songs on the record but it's uh, it's good it's very good I mean it's always been good with pantheist but um, this album just I think it's t- just because of the the lineup change uh, feels a little bit different to me but uh, always quality stuff so here we go a little long it's not the longest one on the record I promise you but uh, this one is uh, was my immediate favorite that may change if I give it a few more spins who knows but I do uh, like this song quite a bit. So, off of the album Closer to God, this is Pantheist with Wilderness. Enjoy your holiday, everybody. Cheers.